Hey there, this is part two of our episode with Mignon from the Cupcake Collection. If you haven't already listened to part one, I recommend you listen to that prior to continuing here. You can find that episode wherever you're listening to this podcast currently. If you've already listened to part one, I hope you enjoy the remainder of the episode. You know, I, I think it's awesome that you're giving people not just a job, but you're giving them the experience behind it. And I think that's really what more businesses should really be, should really take pride in and should really realize the impact that they can have in their employees' lives. Like it's, yes, some employees are here because they just need a paycheck and they because they want to pay for XYZ or they need to pay their bills. But also there's plenty of employees that want to learn. And I think that if any business owners are listening to this, like take the time to learn your employees, learn what their goals are, learn what they want to get out of the job beyond just the money yeah. and do what you can to help them. Because I think like what you've done is you've seen so many of these people blossom under you because you've taken the time to learn them, understand what their goals are and push them. And I think it's hard for me to hear you say what I've done, what I've done, what what Mignon has done, mm-hmm. because I really think it's what they've done. You know what I mean? I, I can see what they've done mm-hmm. to me or what they've done for me. And I see what they bring to the table. I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. I always want to ask them, well, what do you think? Well, you pick. Well, no, you decide. You tell me what the answer is going to be. I don't want you to bring me a problem unless you first thought about the solution. Mm -hmm. So then when you thought about the solution, then you can tell me the problem. (laughs) Can we talk about it together? You know, that's the way that I steward my team. Um, And it's from a place of, I want to be learning from them or I want to be I want to be growing as a result of being, you know, in communion with them. I love kids um, it's, if it's not just evident in how many I have, <laughs> but I love teenagers. I love young people. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the age that gets the worst rap. And there can be difficult to work with just because they don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. That that they're not children. But they're not adults, but they have the greatest opportunity to be molded. And I think that I've I have grown a lot of teenagers into young adults and my team is very young and I'm extremely proud of that. Now, that does that's not an easy thing to do. Mm -hmm. Our company probably would be in a completely different position had we had lots of experience and all of that. But then we wouldn't be the cupcake collection. Right. We wouldn't be out here saying, oh, we're going to be that place where you're going to get your experience so you can be whatever it is that you want to be. And so not only do I teach it here within the four walls of the cupcake collection, but I also mentor at the Entrepreneur Center Mm -hmm. and at the Women's Business Center because it's important to me to be a part of the framework of the entire community wherever I live or wherever my stores exist. Yeah. And I was actually just about to ask you about that. So, you know, unfortunately not everyone listening to this podcast is going to be able to work from the cupcake collection or (laughs) get, get some of Mignon's time, but what resources do exist in Nashville for young entrepreneurs? Oh, wow. I truly believe that Nashville is moving towards the space of being the best place to start a business in the country. Um, we have the Entrepreneur Center, which is like the sort of granddaddy of places that you can go for mentorship, um, for education, for um, 
like a wealth of knowledge of what you can be as an entrepreneur to scale your business, to grow your business, to come up with just an idea, to vet an idea. Mm -hmm. You can get a mentor from any walk of life. You can get an expert who's been there and done that at the Entrepreneur Center. So I love that. Also at Pathways, there is the Women's Business Center who seeks to help women birth their babies, first, you know, quote, air quotes, business babies. Um, their business babies. And so it could be anything from just you have a concept and you want to see if it's business worthy to I got an idea. I've tried it before. I know what it is and I'm ready to start. Um, they created 60 new businesses last year. Wow. Alone. That is awesome. And, and and people just, all you have to do is show up to a Blue Sky meeting on a Thursday evening, and I believe it's $10. So it doesn't even cost a lot of money. Over at the Entrepreneur Center, it costs a little bit more, but there are scholarships available. And so money should never be the reason why you don't take some of these opportunities. There is the MBIC over in North Nashville, and it exists to do the same thing. It's an incubator for people to come and get grants and knowledge and workspace and resources in order to start your business. All over Nashville, there are kitchens that you can sort of rent and try out your your idea in mm -hmm. a commercial kitchen because you need that in yep. order to be in, com in compliance. Mm -hmm. And so there are kitchens all over that exist in the city for you to try out your idea. There's um, Casa Asafran, where if you, you know, even if you don't really speak the language of, you know, of the majority, that you can get help in in the language that you speak. So, so what, what, is, what is Casa Asafran? Casa Asafran is over on Nolensville Road. Okay. Um, and it they there's a kitchen there. There are resources to help you to to place you in 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 connection with who will give you what it is that you need in order to start, and you can get it. Um, translated in many different languages. And so that's what I love about what they do. Um, and just to flip that question around, for anyone, any business leaders listening to this podcast, how can they get more involved with those organizations? So um, I know that there's websites for each and every one of those. I don't know them off the top of no, my that, head. No, that's fine. So, But I know that um, I, can, I can grab you by the time we're finished, I can grab you the websites for at least the EC and for uh, the Women's Business Center because those are where Perfect. I volunteer my time most. Perfect. Yeah. For anyone listening to this podcast, we'll have that up on the Wicked Tasty, Eat Wicked Tasty website mm -hmm. so you guys can access that if you're looking for information on how to, one, as a student get involved in those centers or as a mentor get involved in those centers. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of really great resources available in Nashville to get involved in whether you're a aspiring entrepreneur or someone who is looking to mentor aspiring entrepreneurs. Something that I wanted to talk to you about, and this is a quote from another interview that you, you had. Um, I'm going to read it for you here. We think that these things happen to other people. And you were referring to like seeing someone start a business and like seeing their business explode. Mm -hmm. And that they don't happen actually happen to us. And I think that a lot of people think that like, I, I look at you and I'm like, damn, like, look what she did. Like, that's amazing. Like, there's no way that could happen to me. 
And I think a lot of people out there get intimidated by that because when you hear the numbers, 5 million cupcakes sold, $10 million in, in total sales, like that's intimidating. Like a lot of people think there's no way that I could ever build a business to that mm -hmm. level of success. What advice do you give for people who might have those doubts? It goes back to the same thing we talked about earlier about there not being an equal distribution of resources or money, but there is an equal distribution of time. We have the same opportunity. And I just, that's what I want to be an example of that. Yeah, this stuff doesn't happen to me, except for it does, you know, <laughs> that it can happen to you that even as you look at my sales, that's peons to someone else. But for someone who doesn't have anything, I just want to represent that you could at least have this, mm -hmm. that you can decide whatever it is. My favorite quote is, speak what you seek till you see what you said. That's been my living mantra for since the inception of the Cupcake Collection. I'm only going to talk about what it is that I want to accomplish. Everything else is not coming out of my mouth concerning me. If anybody is going to speak positive, positively about me, it should be me. And let everyone else handle the negativity. I just want people to know that you can have whatever you say. There's a there's a song that um says, I am whatever I say I mm -hmm. am. If it wasn't, then why would I say I am, right? <laughs> and I just think like, that's what this is. I am because I say so. And I have, I love watching Joel Osteen at the beginning of every sermon. He has his whole entire congregation lift up their Bibles and they say, I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. And those were the things that gave me the ammunition to believe that I could make it. One of the greatest driving forces for me was the lyrics to a song by Kanye West. Um, Kanye West and Jay-Z did this collaborative album and it has been argued as one of the best collaborations of all time. And there's a particular song called Otis. Mm -hmm. And are you familiar? Oh, yeah. I, I love the talking. entire album. Yeah. <laughs> I love bringing this album up because so many people are familiar. There's just, I was listening to a rap song one day and he said, They ain't seen me. Because last week I was in my other bins. This week, I was in my other, other, other bins. <laughs> and I was like, really, God? He has options, and they're luxurious, and I have nothing. Now, that ain't right. And I felt God say to me on the inside of me, are you willing to do what he does to get what he has? Mm -hmm. And I understood that to mean he works. Mm -hmm. Whenever you hear Kanye... He's been working, mm -hmm. he's been grinding, he's been in the studio. You know, people can have their opinions about him, you know, personally. But what you cannot argue is that he is a hard worker. Work is required of us. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the biggest thing that people have to know is required to be successful.
Right. It's the only requirement mm-hmm. that you work for it. Yeah. Some people will hit a lottery ticket, but that's one in a million, you know, like yeah. everyone else who has that money, it's because they worked hard to get it. But I do think it's important to clarify that money shouldn't necessarily be the end goal. Just because you make a lot of money or have a lot of money doesn't mean that you're better than someone else. It doesn't mean that you're more entitled than someone else. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you know, you've, you're more successful than someone else. You know, it's nice to have money, but you know, you don't have to start a business just to get rich. You could start a business because you love it. And really you should start a business because you love it. Mm-hmm. And I think well, that's important. For me, it was about survival. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm talking grassroots. I need, mm-hmm. we're talking necessity that there are people in my experience that don't even have what they need. Mm-hmm. And so that's the space from which I mostly um, am coming when it, when I talk about being able to make money right. is that you, it's no separation for you that you shouldn't be able to have the things that you need, which is why I was so angry about the song that I heard because it was like, I don't even have a car. <laughs> and I have these kids. Now, th- does that mean that I didn't steward over some stuff? Well, that's exactly what it means. Did I mess up a lot of stuff? That's exactly what it means. But I saw a shirt the other day that my little cousins had on and said, I will make better mistakes tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm just making better mistakes, mm-hmm. right? The mistakes that I'm making now are providing opportunities for other people. Right. The mistakes that I'm making now are opening doors that may have been closed that once that door opened for me, I I stuck my foot in it so that someone else could pass through the same door. Mm-hmm. I left it wedged open for those that were coming behind me. Yep. Yeah, and I think that's the important thing is like, yeah, you you did it out of necessity for money, but it wasn't like you started a business with the intentions of buying a yacht. Yeah, exactly. Or two Mercedes Benzes. What I've learned <laughs> in the process is that uh, we are blessed to be a blessing. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want to be. We want to be a blessing. We don't want people to just come in and purchase. We also want to give back in some sort of way to the communities that make it happen for us. Like we understand that every customer that comes in is providing our lifestyles, our Mm -hmm. livelihood. And so we need to treat them like that. But we also understand that when they come in sometimes we're the only smile they got today Mm -hmm. when they come in sometimes we are the only joy Mm -hmm. that they have that they have experienced and that's really what we're selling yeah even though cupcakes are the physical product joy is what we're selling but we don't have a way to package joy so we put it in a cupcake and then allow you to carry out what it is that we intended for you to buy. And that was a joyful experience. I'm actually working with a few brands right now on their social media and kind of branding strategy. And, you know, that's probably the reason why Tanisha has been so successful at helping the cupcake collection grow their social media so much is because you guys understand that you're not just selling cupcakes, you're selling joy, you're Mm -hmm. selling, you know, the values behind what you're doing. You know, you're selling the fact that Mignon isn't the boss, 
she is the employee to all of her bosses. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so like people, I, I like to tell people that if you want to be your own boss, then owning your own business is not the way to go yeah. <laughs> because you're going to have a whole lot of bosses. Each one of those individual clients of yours are your individual bosses. But that's also the way that I train my team. Mm-hmm. So my tra- my team doesn't see me as the boss. In fact, we see that differently, that mm-hmm. they're the boss, I'm their client. Yep. And so it allows them to treat their labor with respect and with dignity, knowing that if you don't serve me, your client, in a way that I will continue to bring me bring you my business, then I will find somewhere else to take my business. Mm-hmm. So in effect, I never fire anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, it's it's hard to, you know, be in a bad mood and fire people when there's cupcakes around all day, <laughs> you know? I think people think that, oh, cupcakes are going to be fun, you know, it's going to be easy. This is not easy work. Um, and making joy for people sometimes requires that you cry a lot on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are the things that we're going through to make sure that we can provide an opportunity for other people to have a different experience. Yep. Yeah. And I, you, you're, you know, you guys are, are killing it in terms of the products that you make and the way that you're treating your employees, the way that you are being a role model for the community and for other aspiring entrepreneurs. I think that's awesome. So you guys mm-hmm. have, you're welcome. You guys have a shop here in Nashville, mm-hmm. one down in New Orleans. Yes. Any future Growth plan that you oh, can yeah. share? You oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I um, didn't know that I wanted to have all these different locations or whatever it's going to turn out to be. I have had my ear to whatever God has for me, and I've always just kind of focused on that. I recently came <clears throat> from a pilgrimage back home to New Orleans. We laid our matriarch to rest. The woman who taught me everything that I know to be baking. And now I live, I live her legacy, what she would have wished that she could have created. The cupcake collection stands to represent that. For a woman who didn't have much of an education, we are her education. For a woman that baked something every day so that others could have the experience of food or of love and of happiness when they couldn't afford it and she couldn't much more afford it herself but she did it in order to spread love and got the god living on the inside of her we are the representation that she can now stretch further than she ever could have from her little country town in gibson louisiana Um, And so we visited the Whitney Plantation recently, and the Whitney Plantation was really an important pivotal moment for me because going to that plantation, I found that what they seek to do is educate Americans and the world on the life of the enslaved and what it was like to walk in their shoes. And after I left there, it was a 90-minute tour in which they give you these beautiful white umbrellas to take the tour with to shade you from the sun. And I chose not to have an umbrella 
by the time I finished just a 90 minute tour, I had to be doused with two <laughs> bottles of Gatorade just to sort of regain um, my strength because I was that drained. And I heard about my ancestors who would spend hours unshaded mm-hmm. working, um, working in sugarcane fields. And our family hails from one of the largest and first plantations in Louisiana. And so being a success for me is so much more than what it is that I am teaching. I am paying back homage to those who could have never had the opportunity that I have. Mm-hmm. One of my sons have a, has a shirt that says, we are our ancestors' wildest dreams. And I think it would suffice to say that we are beyond their wildest dreams. So I have a responsibility to become successful, not only because I'm doing what could not have been done just a few, a hundred years ago, mm-hmm. 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm leaving the path, I'm forging the path for the next 400 years. But it was so important to me to go and see the amount of wealth that they created, the amount of opportunity that their labor created, and that now as I pay homage to them, I need to leave a trail of crumbs Mm -hmm. for those that are watching me do it and for those that are coming behind me to also be able to do it. And if I can be nothing more than an example about what you can do if you believe, then that's what I want to do. So that means that I don't get to just be successful in Nashville. That means I don't just get to be successful in New Orleans. I have a responsibility to lay a framework wherever it is that I can take the opportunity. So while we haven't decided how far across this country that the cupcake collection is going to stretch, you can best believe that that trail of crumbs does not end here. <laughs> That's exciting. Do you have any cities in mind or any places in mind? Um, so we want to be in places where we have historically experienced enslavement mm-hmm. um, so that we can be that full circle, you know, opportunity. I don't know where all of those are, but we do have our eyes set on a few places that mean something to our family legacy and to our heritage. And so we want to we want to make sure that we are putting our hands in connection with other people who want to to also show other people that the opportunity doesn't just exist for some, but that it exists for all Mm -hmm. that all people have an opportunity to become successful and to have a chance at having those necessities of life that shouldn't be considered luxuries for just for some. Mm-hmm. So that's what's really important to me about where we're going. Well, I'm excited to see where this path takes you. And I'm really honored to have had you on the show today to talk about all of your experience. I think, the advice and the wisdom that you shared really kind of blew me away. And I, I really hope that the listeners got something from this. So before we let the audience go today, 
do you want to just tell them how they can stay in touch with the Cupcake Collection, how they can get in touch with you? Because I know you might do some speaking engagements as well. So do you want to just share a little bit more about how they can? So they can always reach us on thecupcakecollection.com. We are on Facebook and Instagram as The Cupcake Collection and on Twitter as Cupcake Tweets and Mignon.Francois on Instagram. Awesome. I love that. Um, Cupcake Tweets? (laughs) Cupcake Tweets. (laughs) That's a fun handle. (laughs) I'm going to have to go and follow that. Well, Mignon, thank you so much for for joining me. Like I said, it was an honor to have you on the show. For all the guests, you know, definitely make sure to go check them out. And if you're in Nashville and you haven't tried the sweet potato cupcake, I don't know what you're waiting for. Like, (laughs) get over there and and do it ASAP. Um, It's amazing. And when my brother comes down, we're going to make him eat it and we're not going to tell him. And so if hopefully he's not listening to this show. I don't, I don't know if he listens to my podcast. So um, well, thank you so much for the opportunity to tell others about what they could do if they believe. Yeah, no. And that's really what this show is about is about inspiring, hopefully inspiring other entrepreneurs and even those who have been successful to inspire them to give back in the ways that you're giving back. Cause I think that's really awesome. I think more than anything, we have been placed on this earth to be responsible for something. For me, it's, it's entrepreneurship. For me, it's teaching other people how to make a way where there might not actually seem to be a way. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. And I hope that there's more people out there like you. <laughs> um, but for the for, for all the audience today, thank you so much for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Wicked Tasty or online at www.eatwickedtasty.com. That's where we'll have those resources that we mentioned earlier in the show for the Nashville entrepreneurs. Um, and if you enjoyed this show, please make sure to leave us a rating in Apple or wherever you listen to your podcast. This is your host, Dan Burkhardt, giving you permission to stick a fork in it because we're done.